2: just follow me, because we get a little controversy, because it
0: feels so itchy. So the way that
3: this works is, this like I scour family, a lot of news. So when I come me, into Studio Xanadu, and I put on three TVs, and I like to see what I've scoured, which is being propagandized by the time the show starts. And it's funny, because they're always at least a day late. And now we're to be told that Goldman Sachs calls NVIDIA the most important stock in the world, in the history of America. And this lets you know that the rally where the profiteers of policy, the inside trading whores who we call Congress and the Senate, are not done making money on this particular stock. And it will continue to grow. And then today, right on track, the Dinwood in diapers, who has been raping this country for 50 years, the traitor and thief that some call president. He comes on and pretends to want to solve the problem that he started on day one after he successfully stole... The election in front of all of us he's going to now help us right years right
4: now you can come, they come through the border on asylum they don't not able to see an asylum officer they get a bracelet and they get put in the country and they get come say come back in seven years come back in seven years when we're able to he- hear your case
3: now with all of that dementia babbling what he's trying to say is that the system doesn't work the system that he sat there for five decades and broke And made certain it wouldn't work. And then he does something which I find really quite fascinating. And that's this idea that illegal aliens are here to pick the food. Does anyone remember Cesar Chavez beside me? But aside from that. Let's
4: get it done. And by the way, speak to your agricultural communities and ask them if they need temporary workers.
3: These people never worked. What they do is bastardize our economy so that they can profit from it, just like they did on this inside trader stock. That, by the way, there is no competition because it's prevented from government to ever compete against NVIDIA. NVIDIA cut them all in. And this is the same thing that you see happening with the UAW, with the Teamsters that destroyed UPS. Has anybody looked at UPS stock or the layoffs? Have you Have you taken a look at Ford and the lack of growth in GM? Are you watching any of it? Because this is the controlled demolition of our fracking economy. And to hear this low-life scumbag, whore, who's profited his entire family, pretend he helped us?
4: We cut the deficit by doing all this by $1 trillion so far.
3: Now he pulled the debt out of his diaper. Right out of his diaper, he pulled that number. Because by Monday morning, the debt will be $34 trillion and $300 billion. And that's... If it just goes up without an omnibus bill being passed by the Republican speaker who is incommunicato. Where is this little troll, this stab in the back fraud? Because I'm telling you as I sit here, they will cram through a bill to fund the most corrupt country in Europe, the former Soviet Union, in which George Soros knew in 1998 to set up a fraud scam and it's paid off. To the tune of hundreds of billions of dollars. And we have the distractions in our own country. Rightfully, that this particular thief, this traitor, some call president, destroyed the premise of sovereignty. Opened the border to the most wretched. This isn't people fleeing oppression. These are drug dealers, cartel members. These are assets of the Chinese Communist Party. These are people from the most dangerous countries that were all embroiled in war. And here's something that happened today that you probably won't hear. Venezuela just said, we don't want them back.
5: A potential setback for American officials at our southern border. Venezuela has stopped accepting deportation flights from the U.S. and Mexico after a deal between the nations fell
3: apart. Now that's propaganda speak, for he doesn't want his criminals, his gangbangers, his cartel members back. He said, I emptied out the prisons and the hospitals. I'm not taking them back. Those flights had been seen as a successful way to try to stem the flow of migrants
5: from Venezuela. Correspondent Ali Bradley is live along the Arizona border with some details, Ali.
3: This is why the office tramp, known as the vice president, took $1.5 billion and bribed the most corrupt, socialist, Marxist, communist, totalitarian countries in Central and South America to do exactly what we're living through today. This is why when Fox News plays the clip of 380,000 fentanyl pills strapped to one gang-banging degenerate scum, only that news outlet and talk radio will ever talk about it. Because this is the plan that the Democrat mafia understand works. Because the more distracted, the more panicked, the more afraid, the citizens are the more they turn an eye to the obvious theft, ironically, told that it will all go away by the very thieves that broke the system in the
1: first place. Maybe some of you think that we should just say this is not our problem and that we should let the migrant families starve or freeze to death. But that's not what decent Midwesterners do. That's
3: decent. Mis- Midwesterners wouldn't elect your crooked fat ass to do anything. So don't, don't lecture me about what decent people do, Fetso. In the meantime, in this little tirade of lies and misdirection, he does tell the truth for just a brief
1: millisecond. It's not what leaders do. We didn't ask for this manufactured crisis, but we must...
3: It is a manufactured crisis. And it's certainly not manufactured by a governor who wants to protect the citizens in his state. As opposed to you, Fetso who embraced and bribed politicians before you became one. You bribed on tape with the FBI with that dimwit Blagojevich, that scum lowlife. You bribed how many others? From Barack Obama? In fact, you probably even gave money to 7 foot of stupid Bruce Raunier because he's the one who declared that once great state a sanctuary state. And now, what you want to prevent the citizens from knowing is that's the states that have the problems. The Democrat states, who are corrupt, and they need this. Because it will come with a federal bailout. And that's what this slob is banking on. After all, he took the bailout for COVID. And he pretended it was revenue. And he paid off the debts to his own banksters. And he told them, don't worry. I'll get the fix again. We'll get another handout in the future.
1: Let's deal with it all the same. With our partners in Cook County and the city of Chicago. Yeah, with your
3: partner. You're beggars. You're all broke you're all riddled in scandal it isn't
1: just the dimwit and dalton well good morning trustees last night at an emergency board meeting voted unanimously to call for this investigation there were some noticeable absences at last night's meeting including the mayor and two of her allies
6: We are here to save Dalton. During
1: a boisterous emergency meeting, Dalton Board of Trust... By the way, Squirrel, pay attention. This is bad news for
3: Juicy Crab franchises that were supposed to go into Dalton. Not going to happen.
1: Steve members made several allegations of misappropriation of taxpayer money and political corruption conducted by Mayor Tiffany Hanyard was a no-show at the meeting.
6: A grown-up would just resign and leave, but we know she's not going to do that. So definitely we're going to go to this the next step further.
3: I think she should run for governor. I think she'd win because this is what Democrats do. She's perfected the scam, except she didn't get the bailout that she needed in the same way Pritzker does or Brandon Johnson or Eric Adams or pick a Democrat area. See, the real election campaign of anybody running against the Dinwood and diapers should be do you want to chicago america do you want to new york america do you want to continue down the fraud that is the democrat mafia as the whole time they destroy the quality of life they pretend to help you
4: the biggest reduction in history and deficit reduction i've signed legislation that's going to cut the federal deficit by another one trillion dollars over the next decade
3: and no one cares That he lies. Because one thing's for sure certain, this is what the Bidens specifically are good at. Bald faced
7: Lies. Lawmakers say
3: first brother James Biden contradicted himself yesterday when presented with evidence he could not refuse.
5: Brooke Singman is here with the details. Hi, Brooke. Hey, guys. Yeah, James Biden originally claimed he had no involvement in Hunter's business deals, but his story came crumbling down when lawmakers confronted him with a copy of an agreement with his own signature on it. The president's brother says he doesn't remember signing it, but lawmakers are not buying it. Listen.
1: What's your overall assessment
8: of James Biden's assessment today? Interesting
5: the
6: truth
3: He contradicted himself. I still don't know why it's so hard for Republican elected officials to call things what they are. This is a fracking lie. The money that's going to be wrapped in so-called securing the border is a payoff to the most corrupt country we know of on the planet called Ukraine. Why do they have a hard time telling the truth? Oh, right. Because they got there elected by lying and parting their hair to the side and wearing Brooks
1: Buller suits. There's this CBFC entity that was paying a lot of money, Chinese connected. Uh, it was going into the Biden family's bank accounts. And he, he tried to pretend as though he didn't know that CEFC was connected to the Chinese government.
5: James insisting his brother has no ties to the family business deals, saying, quote, in his opening statement, I have had a 50 year career in a variety of business ventures. Joe Biden has never had any involvement or any direct or indirect financial interest in and, those and no one not. has ever
3: seen an Iraqi Joe Biden house of which him and his company that he was a uh, asset of on the board of received one point five billion dollars. Nobody's ever seen a fracking house and the money whew, in the wind, which explains his twelve hundred dollar sunglasses. In the meantime, this is all old news. It's been on a laptop that the FBI has had since twenty twenty. They've had it. And they don't care. In the meantime, A reporter called Catherine Heritage Heritage, was just not only fired, but her own personal house was violated, not by the FBI, but by CBS that that fired her. They said she had evidence of the hard drive. So what's happening now is the government is circling the wagons and they are protecting the Biden crime syndicate. And what's the favorite way to do it? I know. Pretend everybody's a racist. So Joe Biden goes out and he says if you don't like illegal aliens, ask your agricultural team. If you don't like him, just why wouldn't you? After all, he's only hung around with Klansmen. After all, every policy he's ever promoted for 50 years has been against not just minorities, but against poor people. That's what Joe Biden represents. And not only that, he has dementia.
4: I I know uh, you just heard Jill already speak, my wife. Well, what the hell am I doing
3: here? <laughs> yeah. There was a person in between and he couldn't remember what happened. And then he went on to tell you that if you're not black or you, you have to vote for him or you're not black. If you're not Latino, you have to vote for him. And all the nonsense. The race card. What he doesn't want you to know is exactly the reality of things. See, I remember when Donald Trump was a Democrat. I really do. I remember when he bribed Rahm Emanuel. I remember when he gave Chuck Schumer $2.5 million. I remember, too, when he supported the reverend from the Church of Perpetual Tax Evasion. The guy who was knocking up waitresses across the country and not paying alimony. Some call him reverend. I just call him a fraud. But he did run for president. Uh,
2: I now want to bring forth a friend who has... Uh, well, he is deceptive in that his social style is of such... One can miss his seriousness and his commitment, but his success is beyond argument. Uh, When we opened this Wall Street project and we talked about it, he gave us space at 40 Wall Street, which was to make a statement about our having a presence there. Uh, And uh, beyond that, in terms of reaching out and being inclusive, he's done that too. Uh, and created for many people a comfort zone when I ran for the presidency uh, in 84 and 88. And many others uh, thought it was either laughable or something to avoid. He came to our business meeting here in New York because he has this sense of the curious and a will to rest to make things better. And so aside from all of, of style, uh, And his um, Kazans—he he's a serious person who is an effective builder of building for the builder of people. Last year, he was a part of our workshop, of our panel workshop on what are the challenges and opportunities. And so this, a year later, Donald Trump, uh, for a few minutes, challenges and opportunities to embrace the underserved communities, Donald Trump.
9: Well, it is an honor to be here, and uh, I was with Jesse last year, and we had a lot of fun, and it was a little different. Jesse started off by saying, most of the wealth in this country is in the hands of a few. And I thought to myself, is that a bad thing?
3: (laughs) You see, Joe Biden didn't support Jesse Jackson after he had to resign because he was caught once again lying and plagiarizing and riddled in scandal. Back then it was Amtrak scandal. He didn't turn around and support Jesse Jackson, not at all. Do you know why? Joe Biden is today what he always has been, a profiteer of policy, a bigot, not necessarily of just race, but of philosophy. And if you're not down with the Marxist mafia, you are his enemy and you will pay the cost no matter what color you are. So to all of my brothers and sisters of different complexions, keep wallowing with Democrat corruption and failure or reach up and grab for something else. 312-642-5600. 312-642-5600.
0: Show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. Broadcasting from the petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois, in the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world, this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer.
1: You notice how we didn't go into the sanctions world? Do you know
3: why? I didn't go into the sanctions. That's for Democrats. See, sanctions on Russia don't work. They're an act of futility. It's what Democrats do. Let's look busy so they'll never figure out we're wasting our time. And ironically, driving up the costs for you and me. We've been sanctioning Russia since Joe Biden stole the office. You know what the result is? They have a lot better quality of life than we
7: do. So we were guessing what this would cost. Everybody here is from the United States buys groceries. And we didn't pay any attention to costs. As we were just putting in the cart what we would actually eat over a week. And we all came in around 400 bucks, about 400 bucks. Um, it was
1: $104 U.S. here. Once again,
3: once again, all of the Democrat policies fail. And you should expect that. After all, in 100 years... They do not have one policy, not one program that worked the way they described it. Not one. But what they do is fail so that they become a constant money laundering scheme. And when Medicare and the rest of them are robbed, ironically, by Democrats like James Biden and Joe Biden, what happens? Oh, then we have an emergency. Oh, yeah. What's the emergency going to be now? John and Palatine.
8: Hey, Sean, uh, uh, some breaking news. I just uh, read on a very popular outlet that as we speak right now, there's a high-altitude balloon flying over Colorado. Yeah. So let's see if Biden uh, if, if 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 Biden, I can't uh, wait for up. these yeah. Chinese
3: yeah. bastards, these communist bastards to pop up. I can't wait because right when you're done kicking one of their asses, 10 minutes later you want to kick another one. Go ahead
8: uh well, you know its reason might be that it's uh passing out uh, uh leaflets over the state of colorado for Ooh. the biden campaign but oh, uh, hey so I, was, right. uh, I, I was uh i was considering uh you were on fire uh this opening segment so i was wondering if you'd ever considered running for the the rnc chairman because all of this ballot uh uh ballot stuffing or canvassing or whatever that uh, the new chairman says she's going to do, I don't think that's going to work. I think that's going to lead to uh, just the election uh, being uh, going the other way again, of which it would be horrible. And, and why doesn't that same outlet gave ten or ten ideas uh, two days ago and uh, about five ideas uh, this morning on how to prevent uh, uh, how to prevent cheating in election? So why doesn't the entire Republican Party take them up on their very good
3: ideas? Here's the thing, John, that you have to understand. And I've tried to explain it, but maybe I haven't done a well enough job. The Republican, the reason this country is in the predicament it's in, and I'm $34.3 trillion in the fraud and the massive growth of welfare and the the quality of life decinerating before our eyes, isn't just because of the American communists and Marxist, and mafia. We've always had that. The reason we are in this predicament is because the vast majority, seven out of ten, eight out of ten, who call themselves Republican, are in on the same fracking scams. So if you think I ever want to be affiliated with this rat bastard group of people, like in Illinois, those are the biggest low-life wretched scum Outside of Mike Madigan's headquarters. They're all in on the pot dispensaries, on the video poker games. They're all in on the collapse. They ponied up, and they rubbed Mike Madigan's calf. As they said, go, good boy, good boy. You be the bad guy, we'll be the pretend good guy. And they didn't do a fracking thing. And the heads, heads of them, their brothers, their cousins, their sisters, all lobbyists, all making a fracking fortune from the tea party before it. They were always stabbing us in the back. Look at seven foot of stupid Bruce Rauner. The reason you're really in the pickle you're in is because that ugly bastard signed sanctuary state. By the way, speaking of ugly, did you ever see your lady? Oh, Oh, stay out of lumber yards. You'll ruin the whole field. In the meantime, that's why you're in this predicament. So the Illinois Republicans and the Republicans writ large need to go. I don't even want to call it a Republican anymore. That's what I need Donald Trump to do. Secure the nomination. And then destroy the party. Say you're running as a freedom, as an American, as a, on the Americanism ticket. You believe in the principles versus the mafia. And if people don't want to vote for you, then wallow in all of the areas like the Democrats destroyed that were once great, once business hubs. Now, anybody with an IQ over 60 or the means is getting the hell out of or planning to. 312 642 5600.
0: This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer.
1: Here's how you know. By Monday morning, there will be a massive
3: on-the-bus spending bill. It'll be wrapped in border security or some other phony virtue, but it'll bankrupt this country.
6: As demonstrated by our administration's record over the past three years, there are few leaders as committed to bipartisan collaboration than Joe Biden.
3: How'd you come to that conclusion? Hey, dummy! You, CEO of the Platinum Knee Pads. How'd you get to that position? Ah, uh, doesn't matter. You could say anything to Democrats. They'll believe anything. Just ask the people in Dalton.
8: Uh, Mitchell, explains. Hey, Sean. Um, the thing with Seth Rich is not, is not shocking, but the fact of the matter is the
9: FBI, they want to lock up all the findings from his laptop for 66 years. But what makes Damn. it
7: worse is that Adam Schiff, they got to keep in mind, when Hillary, uh, when they took the servers, she didn't give them to the FBI. She went to CrowdStrike, which was a third-party subcontractor. Uh, Sean Henry runs CrowdStrike. So Adam Schiff, he sealed the
9: document saying that there was nothing, it wasn't Russia. There's was no Rich, Seth it.
3: Rich, For you got to let everybody know what you're talking about, right? Because there's not everybody that pays attention to everything the way you and I do. Seth Rich worked for the DNC, but specifically for Hillary Clinton campaign. He saw things he didn't like that amounted to something that made him nervous, from the Uranium One deal to the Clinton Foundation, all kinds of scandal. It is alleged alleged that Seth Ray- Rich became a whistleblower. The next thing that happened is Seth Rich was murdered in what was explained as a robbery, yet no watch was taken, no money was taken, his wallet wasn't taken. The FBI has had possession of two laptops that were in Seth Rich's possession, and they have not revealed any of the information that's on those laptops since the time of his murder, which I believe is about eight years ago, isn't it? Wasn't it just the anniversary or something? Eight years ago. Yeah,
7: eight years ago. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah, and um, we do know where the laptops are. They're on the same shelf as the Hunter Biden laptop. They're all in the shh. Don't show anybody because the FBI is not a Federal Bureau of Investigation. They are bureaucrats that will protect the corrupt government because they make a lot of money. After all, Ray is on a plane right now to the Adirondacks to join his wife and ugly kids. Thank you very much. George in Naperville.
8: Yeah, Sean, Pritzker is putting all Midwesterners under the sanctuary city umbrella and telling us we don't let people get cold or starve. This is their problem, and now they want everybody to participate in it.
3: Except for the 63,000 homeless Chicagoans who are outside, starving, freezing their ass off. Them we're good with. You guys just stay right there. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey,
8: Sean, how you doing tonight?
3: I'm wonderful. How are you?
8: Good. Sean, why is it now that Biden's putting all of these sanctions on Russia? In my opinion, the reason why he's doing it now is because he has to show uh, show us that he's trying to do something to help Ukraine. And in the meantime, it's another way for them to... Uh, To uh, steal more money. Rich, you know I
3: love you, right? You know I love you. Right. And I, 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 I love you because, number one, you're loyal. You pay attention. But you're a victim of propaganda yourself. You served in Vietnam. And I say that to you because I lost a relative in Vietnam. And it is a particularly atrocious act that the federal government did, both starting the war and during the war. But the reality is, Rich, you have to understand that your enemy is not what they're telling you your enemy is. Your enemy is the information that they're giving you so that they can steal our money undercover. And that's and all that's what I'm this saying. is. That's all this is. You're 100% right. But they need the problem. So they create the problem at the cost to the citizens, the way they created Vietnam at the cost to your fellow soldiers. 58,000 of you guys never came back. Hundreds of thousands. That's exactly
8: injured. what I'm saying, though, Sean. Yeah, yeah. and I agree with that's you. That's exactly what I'm saying. It's but we can, never,
3: we can never believe that they're giving us the information. We have to make them show us. Show us. Show me And we never need. will. And you know what inspired you? know what? You, in fact, inspired me to do a little homework when I couldn't sleep last night. I'm going to play it for you. And I wasn't going to play it yet, but I'm going to play it for you. Thank you, Rich, for the call. During Vietnam, there was a uh, a military attorney whose name was John Stevens Berry. We're going to effort to... He's still alive, by the way. John Stevens Berry was a tiger of an attorney. And he's the first attorney to go after the government story because the government story he was a soldier but more importantly he was an american and he was a lawyer and he's a brilliant lawyer and he uncovered something in the middle of vietnam when rich and his fellow soldiers were being not only lied to by hit their own government but in often cases set up and i found this last night just i want you to hear it
10: i'm charged with murder and conspiracy to commit murder And I said, okay, I'm your lawyer. You can tell me. I know you've been ordered not to talk. I've been ordered not to talk. But what the hell's going on?
3: They set up Green Berets. This is a Green Beret who John Stevens Berry was sent to represent. When they sent him, they just wanted to give the illusion they were sending an attorney. They didn't realize who they were sending.
10: I'm charged with murder and conspiracy to commit murder. And I said, okay, I'm your lawyer, you can tell me. I know you've been ordered not to talk, I've been ordered not to talk, but what the hell's going on? He said, you sound a little uh, belligerent. And I said, I am, and he said, good. Then the way exchanged some words, and here's what happened. We were operating in violation of a trilateral agreement, landing in Cambodia. The missions were all top secret because we were violating the law by going. Usually when we sent someone into Cambodia, you'd go in sterile. No name tag. Not the kind around your neck. Not the kind in your uniform. No American weapon. Usually a Swedish K. But now we were sending helicopters over there. And guess what? People were waiting for them. And when they landed, they were all killed. There was a leak. Well, they found out who the... Double or triple agent was. So a couple of the boys of the defendants went into Saigon to talk to the CIA. They said, look, you're the spooks. How do we get rid of this guy and integrate him and can you send him to an island or something? The CIA said, terminate with extreme prejudice. These guys said, you're telling us to kill an unarmed man?
3: Yeah. Think it's the only time?
10: That's a direct order. You will kill this double or triple agent immediately. Here's how you'll cover it up. You'll take an Asian American, put this guy's name tag on him, put him in a Vietnamese uniform, and have him fly from one place to another and sign in as this and that. And you'll run a rehearsal. You do it this way, they set it up. But the orders were they'd take him out, they'd shoot him up with morphine. Now that sounds nice, right? Nope. So you'll bleed faster. The sharks will get to your body quicker. Shoot him, wrap chains around him, dump him into the South China Sea and come on back in. Well, they did it. Colonel Bob Rowe noticed that his men were missing and he said, went to a general, General Mabry said, what the hell's going on? Mabry said, we think these men were involved in a murder, a conspiracy to commit murder, and uh, we're
3: locking him up. Bob, Do you understand, Squirrel? They sent them. And then once they did it, they arrested them. You, 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 this is the CIA. And the colonel said, where are my boys? And when he pressed, guess what happened to the colonel? Guess.
10: I said, no, I'm chain of command. If you want someone locked up, you go through me because I'm responsible for the actions of my men. General Mabry said, maybe we'll lock you up. Rowe said, you're goddamn right you should if you expect to keep it quiet that you're picking up my men. So they did. So here's Bob Rowe, Boston social register, multimillionaire, full colonel, West Point ring knocker, commander of all the Green Berets in Vietnam. When he's locked up in there, the first thing I did was find out who everybody's lawyer was. I admit it in violation of a direct order. The next thing I did was see if the lawyers would talk to me. Well, they were scared of the direct orders, but none Marty Linsky and not Bill Hart. We got together. We're trial lawyers. If you're going to charge our men with a conspiracy, we're going to conspire ourselves. We're going to find out what the hell's going on.
3: And the only way that they were able to fend this off is that they went to, at that time, a media that was contrarian to the government's spin on a war that they started. Now, in
10: the meantime, there's a parallel set of facts going on. Prosecution, now that the word's out, starts leaking. We're sworn to secrecy. The defense is, but the prosecution starts leaking their case. And bit by bit, it's getting in the press. I said, the hell with it. I got Lapista to drive me into Saigon, and I talked to everybody. I was on Walter Cronkite. I was on Huntley Brinkley. I gave the complete defense story. We had our Article 32 hearing, which is, it's comparable to a grand jury hearing in civilian life. Well, we went in there, and the CIA came in and lied, and they lied, and they lied, and they lied. You think... That you're going to try this case without admitting to the American public how this war is being waged? You could have a fair trial or you can have a closed trial, but you're not getting both.
3: That's the lengths the government went to, to cover up their own atrocities. You don't think that's happening today? Whether it's Ukraine or with the Biden crime
0: syndicate? You'd be wrong, and we'll be back. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, The Answer. AM 560, The Answer.
3: The idea that we forget the atrocities that the government did in order to profit from wars and policy means that we will constantly repeat them. No one was held account for this.
10: Finally, Secretary of Defense Melvin Laird Decided they couldn't do both. The governor of David Hume Kennerly, who won the Pulitzer. In 1990, he gave me a signed copy of his book. And he wrote to Steve Berry, who's been there. And he felt about being a photographer as an agent for the truth. As I felt about being a lawyer as an agent for justice.
3: Where are all of the attorneys? fighting for the information that we know is on a shelf somewhere in the FBI. They're making all of the Congress people have the hearings. Why? Because they want the Biden crime syndicate to get away with it.
5: I've relied only on my own talent, judgment, skill and personal relationships and never my status as Joe Biden's brother. But again, lawmakers are not too sure about that.
8: Just
7: with Hunter, just with Jim, because of the power of the brand, the influence with Joe Biden that that would entail. We have numerous WhatsApp messages and emails provided to us by the IRS whistleblowers that show James
3: Biden was intimately involved along Hunter, Tony Bobolinsky Rob Walker and others in selling access to his brothers to foreigners.
5: Hunter Biden is up next in the Biden impeachment inquiry, and he
3: In the meantime, policies are getting kicked out in the form of hundreds of billions of dollars to enrich the Chinese Communist Party and the oligarchs in Ukraine. It all boiled down to when it all originally started. And you remember the clip of the devil's cousin himself admitting as such set up a foundation
4: in ukraine before ukraine became independent of uh, russia um, and the foundation has been uh, functioning ever since there is one person
3: biden simple he's a traitor and he got away with it just like mike madigan and ed burke did he get his trial kicked out The short in the pants gangster sure
0: he
9: did chuck and Dullivan Hey, you know, this Biden guy's been bad a long time. I've told you and talked to you about this before. When uh, he started goofing around in Ukraine, uh, Putin told him, you better knock it off. Otherwise, we're not going to buy your your dairy products anymore. And 100 pounds of milk, because that's how they sell it, was $27. And then Putin didn't buy our milk anymore. And you can ask any dairy farmer in New York, Ohio, Illinois, or Wisconsin, it dropped down to $9 per 100 pounds, and it bankrupted and put All these farmers out of business, just like Jimmy Carter put all the grain farmers out of business when he wouldn't sell them, uh, when he boycotted the the Russians back
7: uh, years ago because they invaded Afghanistan.
3: In the financial markets, this is very well known. There are no sanctions on other countries. There are sanctions on Americans. Joe Biden didn't put 500 sanctions on Vladimir Putin. He put them on you. And it's a cover story because what Joe Biden and this corrupt government want to do, it seize money it doesn't that doesn't belong to them and give it to Ukraine. It's always about paying off the oligarchs, the communists that bribed the dimwits in diapers. We cut the deficit
4: by doing all this by one trillion dollars so far.
3: Sure, you did. Now take a look at the ghettos the Democrats build. Take a look around you, and that should be the slogan for the so-called presidential campaign, which will be stolen. By these very ghetto areas because they have no standards. They have no no idea of succeeding because to them this is succeeding. When James Biden gets away with stealing billions of dollars, when Brandon Johnson's cohorts of corruption for the first time in their miserable life ever had a job, get done stealing ninety one thousand for tainted land. Good. That's their goal. Not the destruction in the wake of crime they leave behind. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred.
0: And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a
2: job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy.
0: My next guest is a widely
3: published me, say, columnist. Like me, so You've read him for years. He's renowned me, political me. commentator. In fact, he has his own podcast, very successful. And he's the author of the new book, America's Last Stand, Will You Vote to Save or Destroy America in 2024? Not only... Is he uh, calling us? He's calling us live from CPEC. He is Drew Thomas Allen. Thank you for joining me. How are you, Drew?
7: John Thompson, brother. It's good to be with you. Well, how's CPEC? How does it look? It's good. Look, I've got to address one thing right off the bat because there are rumors out there that there aren't as many people as there have been in the past at CPEC. That, that That's true. Uh, but it doesn't really have anything to do with the sentiment of the people here or what's going on in the country. Um, people here are very excited. It's definitely, a, a, you know, Trump pack right now. And, you know, if anything, it was almost like a VP tryout, but with, with some of the different candidates on his shortlist, you know, showing up to speak. But uh, look, I mean, I, I'm here and it, it makes me feel uh, a little bit reinvigorated, you know, to be honest. Um, a lot of like-minded people and, and they love the country.
3: Well, here's what you have to take into account. It is obvious now that this country is strapped in despotism where by your political beliefs, you can be persecuted, not prosecuted, persecuted. You can have your assets seized. You can be the target of investigation of which very few Americans can even defend themselves in the court of law due to the costs. So I don't think it's a shock that less people are there. In fact, I think it's, I think that's the intention because we have devolved into a third world despotic country whose government is able willing and doing persecution based on political uh, uh, beliefs it's that simple to me so not everybody wants to lose all their money
7: well exactly and let's also address this myth out there that the biden economy is so great it's not and they wanted seven hundred dollars a night for rooms at the uh, Gaylord Convention Center Hotel, even though there are rooms available. So, I mean, if you think about that stuff, it's absurd. I mean, people are having trouble paying their bills, so it's a lot to ask somebody to come all the way to D.C. for days and days and pay for that. You're talking about thousands of dollars. Well, the, the, the
3: mantra of the entire event, to me, should be from every person that gets up there, do you want to Chicago, America? Do you want to New York, America? Do you want to California, America? Because everywhere the Democrats, everywhere, from a municipality to a city to a state, everywhere they're in charge is failure, corruption, and a welfare area. And that's successfully what Biden is doing. So when he talks of his economy... What he's really bragging about is that he's the president who has been able to put more people on welfare, on governance sustenance, has 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 put more people delinquent on credit card payments, on mortgage payments than any other president in history, and that's Bidenomics, isn't it?
7: Oh my gosh! Like to add to it, Sean, you're right. This is hilarious. I mean, it's not really funny because it's our country, but in one way, yes. The, the, the biggest things this administration has done, right, is yes, there are more people on welfare and there are more people employed by the government. Those, that's the legacy. The, the government's employing more people uh, and, and more people are on welfare. So it's government, True. government, government. True, I'm from Chicago. When you work yeah. for the government, you're on welfare.
3: They do nothing. They drive around all day and figure out where to go eat. I, you know how many government employees I know? Their biggest problem are love handles on their neck. In the meantime, we're at record levels, and this is the plan. Because once you corrupt a society, And you destroy the principles of Americanism. People become willing and useful slaves. And that's how you destroy an area. That, to me, is exactly what the Democrats have done everywhere they touch. I'm just hopeful that there are still enough Americans that don't want to do it. And the other thing, too, where I think you're probably losing some people, is because, in my opinion, I have never wavered. We won in 2020, and here we are. They stole it, and nobody audited. Nobody proved to me. Beyond the shadow of a doubt, they didn't steal it. And I know I'm going to get bankrupted in the IRS. They could kiss my ass for all I care. But the the more important thing is that's the plan this year. Why should I be optimistic?
7: Well, I think there's still reason to be optimistic. I mean, the optimism comes from the fact that despite, you know, propaganda in the media, I think there are a lot of people, even more than in 2020, who participate in the election who have decided that they've had enough of the Biden administration? I think that there are even more people that are going to be engaged in supporting Trump, and the you know saving America in many ways giving us a chance. Um, you know, and I, I you know look, I mean these are real concerns. We talk about this. You know, we have to be realistic. We, you know, have we done enough to fortify? Uh, the elections, the integrity of elections. I mean, I, I think the answer is no, but, you know, short of having another COVID situation where they can do mail-in ballots everywhere across the country, yeah, um, I don't think that, I think that we, we just have to overwhelm them.
3: So what is the reception of the of the, of the 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 more, I, I think, honestly, the dumbest person to ever run for presidency, the only presidential candidate, and I'm a junkie. I'm a junkie on politics. I don't watch men in tights chase balls. I don't give a rip about sports <laughs> or anything else. The idea that we have a presidential candidate that couldn't answer a question of what was the Civil War about, and this idiot is funded by Reed Hoffman, one of the biggest donors to the Duchess of Chaffington, Hillary Clinton. Are there enough people outraged that Nikki Haley even pretends to not be an asset of the Marxist mafia, calling themselves the Democrats or the government writ large?
7: I don't think enough people are outraged for the right reason, which you're describing. I don't don't think enough people understand exactly what you're talking about, which is true, uh, that she is, you know, the established candidate. She's she's the Mitt Romney. She's the, you know, the the, the person that's being funded by the opposition, of course. And what that means, we don't really engage in this behavior, but the, the Marxist left certainly does. But I, I, th- I think in the end of the day, I don't think anyone takes her seriously as a candidate. I mean, she's got, they're going to keep funding her to try and disrupt, but I don't think she's even a very effective weapon of, of the left at this point because she's too stupid, uh, and she's not charismatic, and nobody cares. I don't care about her. I mean, she can go up there all day long. She has no chance, and she's a loser.
3: There's something that's in the news that I think is important. You see, Drew, I'm a capitalist. I like capitalism. I reject government corruption and corporatism. When you are looking at every business channel, Touting Nvidia. Nvidia was bought not by raw stock price, but options, which are very, very specific if you know anything about the investment world. In fact, 90% of them expire worthless. Millions of dollars by the then Speaker of the House in 2021 at a hundred and eighty dollar call price. The stock was trading at $175. That same stock is trading at $785 today. Every business channel is touting the fact that Goldman Sachs Sachs says it's the stock of the future, the most important stock in America. And every Democrat politician connected to Nancy Pelosi and a tremendous amount of Republicans not only invested in the same fashion, but shortly after created a bill that gave a massive contract to NVIDIA. Are people understanding that if we are ever going to stop this, it is going to come from a politician who did not make his millions from being a scumbag sellout? It's going to take somebody outside of the realm of Washington, D.C. And that, to me, is one of the biggest selling points of Donald Trump. Are they sick and tired of the of the profiteering, policy profiteering, and corruption, insider trading—that I am.
7: Well, I don't think I don't think the answer is uh, enough people are or not. I mean, I, I think we're getting there, and we're actually having this conversation now. People are putting the pieces together, so I think that's a good development. Uh, but we've got to continue to, to to press this. I mean, look, this is this is the reality of the situation in America today. We're right back at seventeen seventy six, fighting the very uh, uh, things that they were concerned with back then. And that's right. I mean, you know, Trump, that is a great selling point because people have to understand, you know, most people understand how D.C. works. You do even in, the, in Chicago, understanding how politics, that machine works there. It's all about kickbacks. Trump's a threat to the donor class. Trump's a, Trump's a threat to uh, K Street. You know, all these people, like, what, what, you know, the, the government's taking, obviously, I mean, they're bigger in terms of the money they steal from us in wealth than any, any company on the planet. And so, you know, you have to understand that that's that's what they're about. They're in the business of of stealing our money and then giving it to their buddies.
3: Now, I want to address your article because I find it fascinating, okay? And I'm going to tell you why. It says Putin killed Navalny, but Biden is killing America. Here's my my question. Navalny is an interesting character. And when people dive into Navalny, Navalny is an old Soviet. His rallies were occupied by people who had the hammer and sickle flag. I have never seen anything like this in this country where we are rallying to support open communists. If you look at Navali's policies, If you can see them, they're translated. Navalny was a radical who wanted to kick out anybody who you could not trace back to the old Soviet Union. He didn't want any immigration. He wanted to destroy the principles that have made Russia somewhat successful. And why are Americans rallying around this old Soviet? Can you explain that to me?
7: Well, they're doing it because they're just sheep. They're indoctrinated. They, they, they go with uh, whatever the media tells them to do. I mean, these same people don't care at all that American citizen Ashley Babbitt uh, was shot and killed on, on January 6th. You know, she's an evil person, in their opinion, even though she served her country honorably and was a peaceful protester. And then you have somebody like this who isn't evil. One, he's not an American. He has no impact on us whatsoever. But also, he's not necessarily, I mean, a good, a, 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 even even a good person, necessarily, you know? I mean, it's it's unfortunate. It's a Soviet. He it, yes, a Yes, exactly. So, I mean, it's just... It, it's, it's ridiculous that we allow the media or that the media still has this hold on people's imaginations that they can uh, force them to care about these things that uh, they, they shouldn't care about, frankly. And the saddest
3: part of all is that there is an American that was killed in a prison after being tortured. His name is Gonzo Lira, and the prison was a Ukrainian cell, and he was tortured by Azov Nazis. Is that something? that Americans want to discuss, and the idea that you can book it, kid, you mark my words, by Monday, we will pass a bill and pay off the oligarchs that Joe Biden has been kissing their ass since he was the vice president. That's how I see it. Are people talking about this at CPAC?
7: Uh, no, they're not. I mean, they're talking about, well, yeah, yes, yes, yes. I mean, not the of all, I mean, they should be talking about my article, but they're not. But, no, they're talking <laughs> about uh, foreign policy. You know, Tul- Tulsi Gabbard uh, weighed in on it, um, you know, yesterday. And um, the opposition to, yeah, sending all of our money over to fund this proxy war, uh, that it has nothing to do with, obviously, American interests. It's about uh, corruption. And, uh, you know, we're being, we're being called all sorts of names uh, for this, of course. You know, I mean, I, I just can't believe they're going with, uh, you know, uh, Russia, 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 you know, 2.0 uh, for this election cycle. It's remarkable what they're doing.
3: Yeah. Did Tulsi Gabbard, so Tulsi Gabbard's at CPEC?
7: Yeah, yeah. Well, she she came in and uh, and, and gave a speech. Uh, I got to spend a little bit of time with her actually. Um, Did she ask about me? I, um, she was going to, and then she All right, got. She got you tell away. her I'm married, but,
3: but you also tell her right after you say I'm married, nobody lives forever. I'll call her after the funeral.
7: All right? Yeah, yeah. No, go ahead. I I, I forget. She she's only 42. I think you know she's she's young. Uh, and, and I gotta say, you know, I mean, look, we should be skeptical of everyone, but she she was special. But she's got the it, the X factor, man. She does have it. Well, the other thing,
3: too, is that she speaks truth to power when it comes to the foreign policy. And this, to me, is Trump's greatest achievement, is foreign policy. How he disrupted a trillion-dollar money laundering scheme. How he made all of those who have been raping the American taxpayer for decades, the whole fracking thing, from NATO to the IMF bank, he scared them all. And that, to me, is something that people of of all parties who are not actually in on the scam, should be embracing. That's who Tulsi Gabbard represents, and I think that is by far the smartest pick for him. Because the people who are disenfranchised aren't necessarily Republicans looking for an R after the name. I'm more interested in two people who want to break the system of corruption we call government. And do you think Trump gets that?
7: Yeah, I think he he does understand that at, at this point. Um. Uh, and, and I I agree with you. I mean, that's a, that's a very salient point to make. I mean, I think that one of the messages needs to be like, yes, we have a, a two-party system that we have to work with. But at the same time, we should be offering a message like George Washington uh, at the founding of the country. When there were no political parties, there were no factions, he warned against them. So, you know, we can, yes, we're running as a Republican in the system, but we are running to represent all Americans. We are fighting against the government. We are fighting to give this country back to the people that it belongs to. That's the message. And I think Tulsi gets that when she talks. And I think that Trump gets that, too. If you you get rid of all the noise from the media, he does talk about that.
3: She brings something else to the table. You see, the problem I notice with Donald Trump is that he likes to surround himself with ass-kissers. Whether it's Roger Stone or that other idiot who makes Wayne Newton look like a man. I forgot his name. Paul something. Manafort. Um, But what you you have with Tulsi Gabbard is somebody who also fought some of the fascism when Trump was in office. The reaction of COVID. And the masks. And the the injection. which, 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 by the way, has he started to distance himself from the vaccine? Because the vaccine is an unmitigated failure. And I think he makes a mistake if he doesn't talk about it. Do you think he's going to pick up on that and say he, he he doesn't endorse it anymore
7: yeah i i don't honestly i mean i kind of i kind of you know it's a delicate situation because you don't want to you know uh, in one way you don't want to give the left some ammunition or whatever but you also you, you that was his achilles heel was being having a favorable view of the vaccine being a father of the vaccine all this stuff when we know all this information coming out now so um you know he's got to strike a balance but he cannot come out and say positive things about the vaccine anymore. Uh, the problem is he, he has, hasn't addressed it for such a long time, and that so much time has passed, he's kind of created a difficult position for himself where there's a lot of explaining that now must be done if he goes down that route, if you know what I mean.
3: It doesn't matter. He needs to, he needs to be a man. Men admit when they're wrong. And if he did that, he would have people have affection for him because this is something that we instinctively knew. Even those that might have went along with it not to lose their job. Do you know how many people I know that are disgusted that they were intimidated into this? And I think if he were to say, I would never name it warp speed, I would never promote it so that it didn't have to be tested. Because the reality is, whether he admits it or not, it's killing people. It's killing people. and, And history will vindicate those people who called it what it was. I mean, you tested Viagra for 10 years. You didn't test this for 10 minutes. It's preposterous to
7: me. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, to, to, to go on that point, a quick story for you. I, you know, name, Dr. Naomi Wolf uh, is, a, is a client. She's here. I spent my whole, whole day with her. And um, oh walking Lord. around CPAC, people come up to her, and she's a hero to them. Why is she a hero? Because, I mean, not just that she's left the left wheel and she's become a champion for what we stand for, but the vaccine stuff. She's yes. a hero in that community. And, yes. and, and the way people looked at her, it wasn't like, oh, that's a celebrity. It was, oh, my God. I love you. Thank you, Naomi, exactly. for doing this. Exactly. Yeah. I, I've had
3: her on my show numerous times. And that's, that's, the, that's something that Trump has to understand, because what he also can't forget is that his first time around, he ran against vaccines for kids. And he had women and men, in particular Democrats, who were fighting that same cause up until the Trump kicked in, where the, the personality sends people off into space and they forget every principle they ever had. But if he were to capture that again, he would truly, they wouldn't be able to steal it from him. Because this is the action. All you need is that plausible percentage of people to tolerate the theft in these Democrat sewers. And it'll be the same thing. I was doing the coverage. They shut down the count in six states for four hours. Next thing you know, the, 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 the in diapers is, is ruining my country. So I think he needs to do something and shake it up. Because if he plays into their hands of being arrogant, not willing to admit his mistakes, and all the rest of it. He's going to give him that same wiggle room.
7: Yep. Well, yeah, and there's a way to do it. You, you just slip it into any of these speeches that are coming up. You just kind of slip it in. You you, you know, you can kind of leak that message out. Doesn't My doesn't intentions were out. good.
3: The results yeah. were bad. I was taken advantage of by an industry like that. that was setting up COVID since 2009 when Pfizer opened an R&D lab in Wuhan. Done. That's all he's got to say. Yeah. 20 yep. seconds and it's over with the whole world or the whole country will get behind them because there are people who are just going to sit it out and they and they would they would rally to go and vote for somebody who said they made a mistake and they're going to try and fix it because we're the only country not giving money to people who have been harmed by the vaccine.
7: We're the only one. Yeah. 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 Well, look, and and the reality is it's tied to us. You know, it's not just him. He's a victim like the rest of the American people. And so that it's actually there's a way to make this a unifying message where it's not, oh, this president's, you know, a failure. It's like, wow, this guy got taken like the rest of us and now he's fighting for us. So, yeah, yeah, I think there's something to that. And You know, a lot of people think that. So, I mean, you know, it's important to bring stuff like this up and a lot of people don't want to, but it's important. Drew
3: Thomas Allen. Thanks for being there. Thanks for doing the hard work. And I like the article. The book is America's Last Stand. Will you vote to save or destroy America in 2024? He is Drew Thomas Allen. And what? Uh, where can they get your podcast?
7: Oh, yeah. In- anywhere they listen, actually. Just the Drew Allen Show.
3: I appreciate you for making time for me. Thank you very much. Thanks, Sean. We'll be back with your calls and comments.
7: He's
0: Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM 560. The answer. AM five sixty. The answer.
3: When I was talking to Drew, the Democrat mafia and their spokes idiots, the propagandists posing as the media. They're talking about how there's less people at CPAC. Well, not everybody wants to go through being a victim of government corruption and tyranny. You see, what's obvious to everybody is that it's like Chicago. If you're not a Democrat roach, if you're not hiring one of these half-ass law firms that are connected to a dirty alderman, then you have problems on your hands. You'll face problems from your awning signage to your business license, just like in Dalton, Illinois. That's the way they operate. They're gangsters. So not everybody wants to move forward and say, oh, here I am. I don't agree with you. And if you think being a politician... Somehow changes that. You'd be wrong. We had Marjorie Taylor Greene on the show, who is the favorite victim of the Marxist mafia, corrupt as they are. Do you know why they hate her? She's new to politics. She was a businesswoman. Twice. Number one, a construction company. Her and her husband built. Number two, she started a CrossFit gym when CrossFit took off. She made, she made a fortune in it. So now the mafia is going to make sure that Marjorie Taylor Greene understands who's in charge. We now know that all of their fascism, and I mean all of it, from the six feet apart during COVID to wear your fracking diaper on your face that everybody knew was nonsense, created more damage than it ever helped. They knew it, and they admitted it. Fauci went on in front of Congress and said, I made it up. I didn't know what I was doing. Do you know that they're still fining Marjorie Taylor Greene for not wearing her mask? And by the way, they love it. Listen to the glee and the joy in Pippi livestocking. Jen Psaki. She's the ex-spokes idiot for the Dimwood and Diapers and the Obama lapdog, As she gets to talk about how they're going to fine Marjorie Taylor Greene in excess of $100,000. And once again, I'll ask the, the, the very simple question. Who gets the money? Who gets the 105000 from this Congress person?
6: It was a decisive loss from Congressman Marjorie Taylor Greene. The court rejected the Georgia Republicans. It's
3: Congress birthing person, you fraud. And by the way, your hair's not red anymore.
6: Case trying to overturn the hefty fine she incurred for repeatedly refusing to wear a mask on the House floor during the pandemic. I refuse to wear a mask. And Chris, oh. I have to tell you something else. I'm not vaccinated. Eventually, it caught up with her financially. As the Hill notes, House rules fine lawmakers $500 for their first infraction with the mask mandate and $2,500 for subsequent breaches. The second one really hurts to be withdrawn from their yearly. Pay. It's like the vaccine. First one gets you sick, but it's the
3: second one. that gets get you to have Bell's palsy and the jimmy leg and whatnot.
6: Hey, Green racked up more than $100,000 in fines. That's a lot of times refusing to wear a mask. That is also well over half of her annual salary. And
3: that's what it costs to be a patriot in a fascist country. That's worth every frackin' penny. And I only hope she raises a fortune. I only hope she raises a fortune. Because Jen Psaki and the Marxist whores were wrong, as they are about every frackin' thing. And what happens when they're wrong? Well, then they change the game. They change the rules. They corrupt the data. Like in England, who is already paying people that it harmed by forcing a vaccine. So now they have a little problem on their hands. They don't have enough money to pay. So what do you do now? You change the way you count unexplained deaths.
11: Now the Office for National Statistics in my country has changed the way... The excess deaths are recorded. So we know there's been problems with excess deaths for some time in, in the, in the United Kingdom, 2020, 2021, 2022, and into 20.
3: 20- All years of the vaccine, on average, the median destruction to life because of the vaccine is 20% unexplained deaths
11: across the world to 23 large numbers of excess deaths so re- now, they're now recalculating the way that's done and it looks in 2023 like the number of people dying are much less obviously the number of people dying in the country is the same but it now looks less and uh, i suspect the politicians or the government are going to be really pleased with this now you will be pleased to see that there is complete transparency in how this is uh worked out So this is from the Office for National Statistics site, telling us how this is all worked out. So as you'll see, it's all fairly uh, obvious and and self-explanatory. So um, I hope hope you're reassured by the transparency there.
3: He's obviously being facetious. It's government, lies and trickery when it comes to statistics and math.
11: To be fair, I do plan to talk to Professor Fenton about this and see what the heck is going on um, but if we look at some real examples from this and then we'll be looking at some diseases where people are still dying in excess numbers in a minute but if we just look at this so what we see here is uh the current method so this is this is um september twenty twenty three week twenty one current method um, thousand and sixty six people died new method That goes down to 662.
3: They lie. 1,066 people still died. But they cooked the books. And who's going to say anything? They're in charge of everything. That's how Joe Biden comes out and pretends he's cutting the deficit. It's the same government fraud and lies. The only difference is England still pays you when you're vaccine injured. America makes you whistle in the wind. Greg and LaGrange...
9: Hey, Sean. How are you doing today?
3: Good, brother.
8: Explain to me how Marjorie Taylor Greene is still getting fined when the Republicans have the House. Who made this rule and who's enforcing it? No, that's
3: just during the fascist years before the Republicans won the House. That's when Nancy Pelosi was front-running NVIDIA, making tens of millions, yes, on one Yeah,
8: It's ridiculous. There's all sorts of medical information that says the masks don't work. All she has to do is go to court and hopefully not in D.C. or New York City or anywhere like that. And then
6: No,
3: no, 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 Greg. That's what they're celebrating. The court that she went to for restitution to say, look, this is obviously wrong. The D.C. court said, pay it because these Democrat ghetto areas are broke. See, this is when I do the commercials for, for Alpha Wealth Group. They need all the money. You think it's going to stop with Pritzker raising money on businesses? They're broke, brother. We're bankrupt. They need to pay the VIG. Just the interest on the debt is now greater than the, the trillion-dollar military budget. This is going to be the story of all of us. They will come what after kind of nut- all of us.
8: What kind of nut are we talking about with people that are ready to retire? There's a huge amount of money there, and that's the honeypot.
3: Oh, sure. And the, and the And the government, when you talk to the government, they know. Hey, we're not broke. Look at what's in 401k's. Oh, you mean the private people's money? Yeah. We'll just take it. And that's what the government is. That's why now all of this hoopla, Putin killed the the Soviet and the rest of it. Why? Because they want to justify taking the $300 billion that were in bank accounts because of not just Putin. It isn't Putin. It's Russian businesses. They seized the money, and now they're going to give it to Ukraine. This is what they're doing. We are the bad guys, brother. That's why I play the clip of the CIA in Vietnam. We've been the bad guys for 70 years. We're really bad when Democrats' scum are in charge. But the idea that we think we walk around and we're a republic, we have the rule of law, that's the beauty of Trump. He just exposed it all. There is no rule of law. There's whatever they want to do. And you, you're just the pigeon. Now, if you stay in line... Maybe we'll take it easy on you, like the Democrats, and you get to live in the pleasure of their big cities. How's that working to?:
6: We began with an off-duty police sergeant opening fire. It unfolded in the middle of the day and drew a massive police presence to Lincoln Park. Casey Cronus is Lincoln live. Lincoln
3: Park? That was very nice at one time, wasn't it, with the expensive houses, and what do they call them in Lincoln Park? Brownstones. Now, on the South Shore, they're called ghettos, but in Lincoln Park, they're called brownstones, at least for now. Steve in Waukegan.
8: Hey, um, how come we never hear about the 46 biolabs that the Pentagon is operating in the Ukraine?
3: Well, that they were operating. We, we've played it on this show.
5: Here are the undeniable facts. There are 25 to 30 U.S.-funded biolabs in Ukraine. According to the U.S. government, these biolabs are conducting research on dangerous pathogens.
3: Ukraine, And that was the major complaint. About Vladimir yeah, Putin According prior to the U.S. To
8: government, though, we can never believe that. That's
3: exactly right, Steve, but you know that because you've been alive long enough to realize all of the lies. The, the thing that they do that's beautiful is they, they lie at you in buckshot,
8: where you almost what can't do you defend. Russia, don't you think Russia wants to get a hold of those, take control of them?
3: I, don't, I think they'd want to shut them down. Why are we having them? Yeah, definitely. Them? I, have we stopped definitely. funding the ones in Wuhan, or is that going to be for COVID part due? Thank you very much,
8: Steve. Bob
9: in Oak Lawn. Yeah,
8: Sean.
9: Yes. Give me some hope. There's a recording of a woman going off on Brandon Johnson. And boy, did she lay into him.
3: Hey, I don't know if you've seen it yet. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I saw it. yeah, I saw it. It's yeah. fun It's it's fun to watch people wake up. But what do you think, Bob, she'll vote for next time? I'm hoping they wake up. I'm hoping, Bob. I love it. You know, you got to be optimistic. But... These are people that would never even consider voting for anything other than a Democrat, because to a certain extent, prior to Brandon Johnson, they were fine with it. They don't understand why George Soros funded the district attorneys. They don't understand the play of imploding our currency. How much money is made on the collapse of a society is a lot faster and a lot greater than what can be made on the rise and true economic growth of the private sector. That's why George Soros doesn't play that game. He plays the other game. The reason he finances Kim Fox is he likes the downside. George Soros, boogeyman. is, I believe, the top contributor to the Democratic Party. And uh, in my opinion, he fundamentally hates humanity. And now you know why the government's going after Elon Musk. 312-642-5600.
0: He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. So you're a tough guy, like
7: you're really
0: a rough guy. just can't get enough guy, just always a tough guy. That's my opinion.
4: Really? Yeah. I mean, well, he's doing things that erode the fabric of civilization. That's part of the problem in San Francisco and L.A. and much other cities. He's very smart, um, and he's very good at arbitrage. You know, famously, he uh, shorted the British pound. That's sort of how uh, I think he made his first money for shorting the pound. So he's he's good at spotting, uh, basically arbitrage, like spotting value for money that other people don't see. Uh, One of the things he noticed was that the value for money in local races is much higher than it is in national races.
3: Why? So that he can steal trillions, not billions, not billions. He's involved in everything from the eco-Nazi movement, but more importantly, foreign policy. This is where Soros really makes his money. Because he's operated without any oversight, without any regulation by any government in America. Nothing. Not the SEC, not the IRS. We know nothing about how much money or where his money is. The evil, rat bastard Nazi,
9: as a Jew... George Soros. The property was being taken away. So I had no role in taking away that property. So I had no sense of guilt. Are you religious? No. Do you believe in God? No. Soros told us he believes God was created by man, not the other way around, which may be why he thinks he can smooth out the world's imperfections. (laughs) When we went with him to Ukraine, he was treated like a visiting head of state and was received by the president. Then he was received by the prime minister and finally the central bank. 20% in cash. They even allowed him to look at the books and asked him for advice. Lots of people want George Soros' advice.
3: That's when he set up the foundation and the billion-dollar loan guarantee that Joe Biden openly admitted to manipulating to get a prosecutor fired. As the Ukrainian people were crying that their government was corrupt. That went to George Soros and Ihor Kolomoisky and oligarchs. And that's where your money's going to go in this new bill that will be crammed down your throat to fix the problem Joe Biden created on his
1: first fracking day. This is the game. And it's the same play whether it's a local municipality. next step was demanding all village financial records be made public by March 7th and calling on investigators at all levels of government to look into the mayor and her administration. There are many things that have not surfaced and the public doesn't know yet. And if you
3: think you're in shock now, just hold on. And what happens if you look into Tony Preckwinkle, the handsome son of a gun that she is, or as I like to call her, Grady? What do you think if you open the books for Cook County or Crook County, let alone Illinois, and you see Fetzo? stole the COVID money so he could look like he was making money. That's just Illinois, New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, anywhere there's a Democrat. It's the same story. And this is what people are going to have to wake up to. And when you're funding hundreds of billions of dollars that we know, thanks to a Democrat by the name of Seymour Hersh, Zelensky has stolen $400 You can guarantee it's going to get funded even bigger. Let's go to Juicy Crab in Dalton.
7: my next guest, we so interesting
3: very interesting, me, said, spent close to 20 years me, as a journalist, so 15 of them reporting from Europe, Asia, Latin America. It's a very unique perspective. He also came back and worked within government, so he saw the failings and the shortcomings of our own government itself. He has a new book out that I cannot wait to read. It's actually coming out in April, I believe. It's called Next Gen Marxism. What it is and how to combat it. We know this because we're from Saul Alinsky's hometown. The American capital of communism, Chicago, where the short-in-the-pants mafia pretends to be altruistic, but it really is just corrupt. He is Mike Gonzalez. Mike, thank you for joining me. How are you?
9: Hey, Sean, do you have a cigar in one hand right now?
3: Yes, I do. An Avo okay. Nicaraguan. That is phenomenal. About to,
9: I hope, I hope there's a Cuban seed. I'm about to smoke my weekly cigar in about an
3: hour. Oh, weekly. Brother, I think I'm on number six. But here's what I want to <laughs> talk about something. And it's funny because this is this plays right into the cigar world. I was lucky enough to be best friends from a preschool with a Cuban. His mother and father, I call them mom and dad to this day. His mother was in Cuba. His father was first year in university when that communist bastard took over and slaughtered tens of thousands of innocent people to deliver that utopia which is really a prison island called Havana and Cuba now so that is very instrumental in, in my philosophy you have to understand what you're dealing with and yeah. in Chicago yeah. when Barack Obama was running for office I was taking my then daughter to the orthodontist and he had a campaign headquarters in a very tony neighborhood called River Forest and as I walked by I saw Shea Gravera's picture there the oh, yeah. same scumbag who killed single-handedly tens of thousands of innocent Cubans. So this is oh, the yeah. mindset of an American Democrat today. How do we combat it?
9: So, so in my new book, which you referenced, I, I have a chapter devoted to two, uh, two chapters devoted to two famous Chicagoans. One you mentioned Sol because you cannot understand the new Marxist today without understanding his organizing. He was the father of American organizing of union, of neighborhood organizing. And the other chapter is to that other famous Chicago to use Barack Obama to the Chicago political world, Bill Ayers. Because Bill Ayers shows the metamorphosis that American leftists went through. He was a jock in high school. He went to Michigan, became a radical student. Then he became a terrorist. Then he went underground. And then he emerged from underground, realizing that the way to change America into communism was to become a professor. So he got a, a PhD in, in education,
7: yeah, and, and
9: and and that shows the metamorphosis. He finally found a way to indoctrinate America's youth into Marxism. Well, uh, so so Chicago does play a very key central role in all this. Show. You're not kidding. Oh, I know, and
3: absolutely. And, and funny story: twelve years ago, in a Mercedes-Benz black on black S Series, I looked to my left. And there's Bill Ayers. I yelling out of the window like a lunatic. I wanted to fist fight him on the shoulder, but he sped away like a little girl because I recognize the fact that he's a legitimate terrorist responsible yeah. for the attempted bombings. Luckily, they're like all Democrats. They're stupid. They blew themselves up mainly. Yeah. But yeah. he's a self-loathing trust fund baby. And this plays into the Chicago short in the pants mafia. And what Bill er, and what Sololinsky was brilliant at is that he could work the underbelly of, of mafia corruption. And marry it to politics, and that's Joe Biden today, isn't it? <laughs> no,
9: no, Joe Biden doesn't know what time it is. Well, that's Joe who he
3: used to be: his brother and his crack-smoking yeah, kid. Yeah,
9: yeah. Joe Biden is is having ice cream right now, probably tapioca, and, and then he, <laughs> and then Jill's going to put him to, to bed. Yeah. Um, Joe Biden. So so I deal as you as you know with with woke Marxism and all these cultural Marxists. Joe Biden is a very late arrival at all this. He, 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 every time he says equity, he actually wants to use the word equality. Then he catches himself and he goes back on himself because they have, I don't know what they've done, they have a pla- applied a cattle rod or something. No, you cannot say equality. You have to say yeah. equity. So, so, so you know, Joe Biden has never shown any. My first opinion column for the Dallas Morning News in the, in the mid 80s was about Joe Biden. He's never shown any inclination about being woke. He's only doing this for political survival.
3: Yes, but he was always corrupt from his 1972 yeah, I mean, victory, that was really perpetrated by the then labor extortion mafia called Teamsters, to this day where right. he still has yeah. the upper echelon of corruption in unions, and that's who he's paying off with his policies, isn't he?
9: Yeah. I, 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 yes. All this stuff about pardoning student loans, and uh, uh, you know, he's he's trying to buy votes here, votes there, votes there. Uh, because he's in, he's in dire straits. I mean, where I'm here to discuss policy and, and Marxism and all that. I don't want to. I don't want to get yeah. into
7: politics. Every, I mean, it's,
9: every opinion poll does show that he's in very, very in a lot of trouble. And and now his own Justice Department says he's too old to stay in
11: trial.
3: Yeah, I love that. But the the the, the policies of Marxism and corruption and gangster government. Uh, will live on longer than Joe Biden. This is the climate, unfortunately, of the modern-day Democrat, and a lot of the Republicans who profit from Marxism-lite. And this is something that's interesting, because they, they have these policies with the phony virtue of altruism that are really intended to be bankrupt so they can constantly fund them. Isn't that the case in America?
9: Well, all Marxists, I, and I deal all day with this, from Marx, they the they, they first uh, limousine Marxist, he didn't know a worker, he didn't know the workers felt or or, or want it to Marxists today, they have all wanted the same thing. They have all wanted uh, power, which is what Solinsky was all about, about power, and, 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 and they they've all said that they're being altruistic. They've all said that they want uh, for people to, to be equal in today's problem of equity. But actually one thing that we never we hardly ever discuss, and I gotta say, I, I, I am not I, I'm not today because of what I saw in Cuba to the age of 12, but obviously oh. it did have a bit of an impact. A bit of an impact. We, we can't ignore, Sean, the politics of envy. You know, it, it's yes. not just because they, they think that capitalism produces inequality, which it does. You and I should be able, as defenders of capitalism, to say, yes, when you reward talent, when you reward hard work, when you reward all these things, the guy who gets up early. The guy who works hard, the woman who, 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 who stays at the office till very late, she will get rewarded and should get rewarded more better than somebody who's lazy. So capitalism does produce inequality. We have to, to to face that up to that. But the reason why communists and Marxists hate capitalism, it's not only because they hate the inequality, they just hate they have their a lot of times they're envious. The politics of envy are very powerful.
3: Oh, it's, it's it, it, it can do anything. It can create the kind of chaos. And I didn't realize when we were talking that you were actually from Cuba until you just said it. Um, it, will, it will create the, the kind of catastrophe that you see in Cuba and China. And somehow we've lost the focus of the pitfalls of communism right. and Marxism. How do you explain that? Well, we... we hang
9: on. First of all, I still think that Americans, even today, are the most freedom-loving people in the world, bar none. Now, uh, you probably haven't spent, you know, looking at my resume or anything, but I spent eight years in Hong Kong. So I spent eight years in another capitalist jewel that has been destroyed by communism. Cuba is destroyed. Hong Kong, I don't want to say destroyed yet, but, but but China broke Hong Kong. I was there in the 80s. I lived in Hong Kong under the Brits. I lived in Hong Kong under the Chinese. China has has killed Hong Kong. Uh, uh, Look, communism, we can go at it many different ways, but one of the things it does, it takes away the market's price discovery mechanism, and once you do that, you don't know what the price of anything is. If you remove supply and demand from discovering the price of wheat or the price of bread, you you, you you overproduce or underproduce, so it never produces bread, it produces bread lines. Yes. One of
3: the most uh, telling examples is Central and South America, bar none, it's insane what, that, what has happened there. And I'm, I'm curious to know your thoughts on Venezuela, which <clears throat> at one time was extremely successful and through specific dictators has become a third world hellhole. But it's funny to me to watch as now the Chicago Public School Union embraced Venezuela just twelve years, thirteen years ago, it was the idol of how business should be lived. Yet now we're inundated with Venezuelans who couldn't tolerate the fact that they were going to have to eat their dog or take a walk north. Do you think this is something that we should focus on as well?
9: So, so we have two different things here. There's a lot of Venezuelans who have escaped communism, and I hear, and in fact, the vote conservative. Um, and, and they've done very well. And remember, you go to Doral in Miami, it's a really nice neighborhood. Uh, it was mostly Venezuelan. But now what we have had, because Biden, as you know, has opened the borders, completely opened the borders, yes. disgracefully opened the borders, is that is that gangs, trained gangs, have been sent here by Maduro, probably. Yes. So whether they were sent here by Maduro on purpose or not, we have a, especially a gang called Tren de Aragua.
7: Mm-hmm. Tren
9: de Aragua is a very cruel gang that's in, it's involved in narco-traffic and it kills people and they're here now, Sean. Yes. Okay, so, 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 so this is something that is very worrisome and these are Venezuelans who differ from Venezuelans who came here the proper way, escaping communism and have thrived in this country. Again, Doral, a neighborhood in Miami, a whole neighborhood, which is a wonderful, beautiful neighborhood. The trendy Aragua people who have come in because Biden closed, opened the border, they are very, very bad news.
3: Now, there's a lot of profiteering that goes in the collapse of a society, and you know this, and I'm wondering, do you think when you look at the the simultaneous action by uh, Soros district attorneys to weaken American law and really turn honest citizens into unwilling prey of street gangs, and you look at my once great city, now a third-world despotic hellhole called Chicago, and you look around New Jersey, New York, it's all the same thing, do you think that there's a bigger a bigger movement at play than just the ideological altruist.
9: Uh, so they're not they're not altruistic. But first of all, let me, let yeah. me just they, they, again, the, po- the politics of them are really really important, and they want power. The one they want sheer power. They want to control your life and mind. Soros is very it's very very difficult man to explain. Uh, you know, I had a difficult upbringing in communist Cuba. He had an even worse upbringing. Right? He was he was a Jew in Europe. Uh, a, a very difficult time in Hungary. Uh,
3: during, uh, I play uh, the, the clip where he worked for the Nazis. I play it. I, yeah. I'm one of the few yeah. people that remember him in in the 80s and 90s when he would go on 60 Minutes, and I play it often.
9: But but the the rogue prosecutors that he has bankrolled, and he has said he wrote in the New York Times, in the Wall Street Journal just just less than a year ago, I did bankroll these people, and I'm going to continue to bankroll them. He paid for for their elections. Um, this is something that came up since the creation of, of Black Lives Matter, the subject of my last book, uh, and, and it is something that, for example, Patrice Coller, is one of the founders of Black Lives Matter, a communist, trained by a man who's very similar to Alinsky, Eric Mann. Eric Mann is a guy who went to Cornell, became a, a, a terrorist for the Weather on the ground, spent time in prison, and then, went to L.A. and founded this, this organizing school. He, he he recruited Patrice Cullors uh, 15 years before the creation of Black Lives Matter, trained her into Marxism and all that. So, so she, Patrice Colors, was very open about the fact that they want to get rid of not just the police, they want to get rid of the court system, they want to get rid of, 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 of the justice system, they want to get rid of prisons, and, and, and it doesn't take... It's not just you and I because you and I are conservatives. Like a normal person that you pick off the street who's never had a political thought would realize right away that that, that would end in chaos. And chaos, that, that's not a bug, that's, that's a feature of the system. <clears throat> they want to destroy society.
3: Yes. Um,
9: and, and I think the rogue prosecutor movement uh, being, being funded by, by Soros is, a, is a, a feature of that. These guys, there's about maybe 15 or 20 rogue prosecutors that, that Soros bankrolled. Uh, uh, Alvin Bragg in New York is one of them um, uh, 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 themraj here in Virginia they just, they just she just lost an election uh, in November. Thank God uh, when they turn criminals into the street when they when they say they believe in restorative justice, which is you don 't go to prison really you just um you, you you meet with your victim and you make your victim meet you and <clears throat> it 's a really awful way that takes away the turns I think Behind all that is this idea of destroying society, because yeah. if, if you're not going to establish the, if if, if you're not going to, we can be, make all the laws that we want. Uh, we can, uh, the Congress can make all the laws that you want. If they're not going to be applied and enforced by, by, by law enforcement, law yes. enforcement, that's, a, that's what it's called, law enforcement, the police, then we, li- we live in a lawless society, and I think that's what they want.
3: Well, I want you to go and enjoy your family. I, I really do, and I know you're making time for me. But before I let you go, Mike Gonzalez, I want to plug the new book, Next Gen Marxism, what it is and how to combat it. I'm wondering if you notice the secession of 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 Americans that understand there are some areas in this country that are beyond saving, like New York, New Jersey, Chicago, and unfortunately where these legacy Democrats have destroyed the quality of life. Do you think that we have a better chance of beating it outright as one nation, or successful secession movement outside of just secession by decent people. No, no, one
9: nation, one nation. I've seen, I think I'm older than you. I'm, I'm hearing your voice. I'm much older than you. I've seen no, New York 50s, I'm in my 50s. I just look great. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I look, I'm, I'm older than you. <laughs>
7: All right,
9: go ahead. I saw New York come back. I saw New York on the Giuliani. I was going to Columbia Business School when Giuliani was elected. Uh, at Columbia, in, in New York in the early 90s was, was disaster, chaotic, yeah. Uh, within three or four years, it it was it had a, a nice standard of living. You know, in the in the late eighties, I couldn't I wouldn't take the subway in the middle of the day. In the late nineties, I would take the subway. You know, at midnight, went and took a seat drunk because I knew I was safe. <laughs> um, uh, so 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 I've seen cities come back. We cannot give up on New York. We cannot give up on Chicago. They're beautiful cities. I'm a Yankee fan. I'm a Giants fan. I'm never ever going to give up on New York. And, and yeah. you shouldn't give up in Chicago. Chicago is a fantastic town. I had a great time at Wrigley School. Brother,
3: I live, I worked there every day of my life, and what I've seen, and what I've seen now, and with Brandon Johnson, he is a real deal Marxist, real deal. So it's going to be no, decades. Is, but then again, you know, I get, I get the Cubans in baseball. Believe me, I completely understand. I grew up with one. <laughs> Believe me. But Mike Gonzalez, I can't wait to read the book. You better send one with signed. Come on, I like a signed book.
9: Yeah, I, I'll sign it. I'll sign it. I'll send it to you. I got him last night.
3: All right. I'm in Florida. If you ever get down to Miami, let me know.
9: All right, man. All right.
3: Thank you. Bye. We'll be back with your calls and comments.
0: Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Is
3: that Ukrainian lobbyist music? What is that? Oh, I can't tell the difference. Splitting hairs. Most recently, South African President Nelson Mandela. George Soros. Do you know what he's talking about, Squirrel, when he says the uh, policy of envy or the, the, the view of envy by how communism lives in Cuba, Venezuela, and in uh, China? It's that policy that the Cubans adopted. And that policy was they didn't want for themselves. They just wanted to make sure their neighbor never had it. It's a very famous Cuban story of a Cuban who had a doll that was sent to him by an American, one of his relatives that went to America, and they were able to smuggle this doll because he had kids, and the, the, the kid had the doll in the backyard. And the way that you get real estate or you have any kind of advance in your life is if you are an asset of the government. So his neighbor snitched on his daughter that had this doll. And the neighbor didn't want the doll because he said, I, I could have had my relative smuggle you one. No, no, no. He just wanted to make sure his kid didn't have it. And that's a communist. And that's where it leads to. And it reminds you of all of those communists, Marxists, or Chicago Democrats. That's how they take glee in people losing their assets, losing their money, people getting fined for not wearing a mask. It's the ideology and the character. Of jealousy and envy. That's what a Chicago Democrat, a Cuban communist is. Same thing. That's why I don't agree that you can save these areas. After all, Chicago has been voting Democrat for 100 years. So the mayor in Dalton, the only reason they're against her is because she was flashy.
1: Trustees say they have evidence to back up allegations of misusing village funds, its credit cards, issuing checks without needed signatures, and hiring employees and vendors without going to the board for their advice and consent. But that's not all.
9: Has used police personnel for her own personal security
3: detail, which has cost hundreds of thousands of dollars of overtime. Now you see how they're all against her. She's been doing it since day one. And they didn't say a word because they were like the Democrats that voted for the short and the pants mafia in Chicago, Mike Madigan and Ed Burke. They thought they were in on it for a little while. Then when it got it obvious that she's a little overboard,
1: well now they're mad. But for three years they shut their mouth. I'm- well, millions within the police department. The mayor has been the subject of WGN Investigate Stories, which looked into her charity, use of taxpayer money as Thornton Township's supervisor, as well as a lavish trip to Las Vegas. She had a hard time answering straightforward questions from WGN's Ben Bradley about first-class tickets and pricey dinners. You didn't go to Las Vegas?
3: Mm. Typical Democrat. Either too stupid or too corrupt to answer the question, huh, dummy.
1: What is that? No comedy. You don't know if you were in Las Vegas? Of course I do. Were you?
6: It's not paid by them.
3: Did Who's you... them? You moron. By the way, is that any different than Fet Fanny and her boyfriend? Unfortunate though he may be, after all, can you imagine her without? Clothes on? Oh, boy.
6: Well, all new at noon, cell phone data from Special Prosecutor Nathan Wade's phone appears to show he visited the neighborhood where Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis lived at least 35 times in 2021. And this information appears...
3: That's before they said they had the affair, before she gave him a million dollars to pretend to be a lawyer. This is obvious. This is what happens when Democrats are in charge of anything. They lie, they cheat,
1: and they steal. Fly first class to Las Vegas?
6: Any other questions?
1: The state attorney general's office is already looking into her charity, and we've learned federal investigators are also asking questions. In a statement, the village administrator levied his own allegations of misusing funds by some trustees and called last night a circus with a few trustees in the village spreading lies. Either way, the people's choice for mayor is going to have to answer to the people at some point.
3: What about the reverend that sat on the board as a trustee? What's his name, Holmes? He was there for three years. You didn't know anything, Reverend? Of course not. The only really sad reality is Juicy Crab will not be relocating to Dalton. No Juicy Crab in the future, Dalton. 312-642-5600.
0: This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM 560. The answer. F- AM560. The answer.
1: Now a Democrat who is twice the
3: man, Rachel Levine, is by the name of Letitia James. She is in a very powerful position to misuse the American legal system, and she just went after Wayne LaPierre. And the reason she went after him is because he, is, he was the ex-president of the NRA, and they found him liable for taking trips and uh, going out to dinner and all the rest of it. You know, what the Democrats get away with uh, in every municipality, not just Dalton, but around the country where there's a Democrat, and I'm sure she's going to take him to the cleaners, which is why if you are trapped in one of these Democrat despotic corrupt hellholes run by Democrats, you should do what Sylvester Stallone did.
4: After long, hard consideration, your mother and I have decided it's time to move on and leave the state of California permanently, and we're going to go to Florida. We're going to sell this house.
6: What? What?
4: Yep.
6: Is
8: this a
4: joke? It's not a joke at all.
6: Full time. No L.A. time. Full
4: time. We already have the place. It's a done deal.
6: And everybody
3: trapped in this Democrat policy hellholes is fleeing those that can. And the ones that can't are good news for the Democrat fascists in their area, because they'll buy virtually anything.
1: Every election, it seems, the Republicans fall in favor with the Russians and are used, either as you said, wittingly or unwittingly, by Russian intelligence to try to interfere in the election. You'll remember in 2016, Donald Trump <clears throat> says, "Russia, if you're listening, find Hillary Clinton's emails." Five hours later, they searched for them and fish them and hacked them and got them.
3: No, no, no. Seth Rich gave it up. Seth Rich was the tipster, and Seth Rich sadly paid the cost.
4: It's a murder mystery involving a young Omaha native that has grabbed national attention.
5: Someone shot and killed 27-year-old Seth Rich last summer as he was walking home in Washington, D.C. He worked for the Democratic National Committee. Police have very few clues to go on. Only on three, KMTV reporter Nick Starling spoke with his heartbroken parents about how they were handling the grieving process and the speculation about who killed him.
1: It's been more than six months since Seth Rich was murdered. While the family grieves the loss of their son, they're also dealing with pressures out of their control. It's
7: definitely not a cold case, nor will it ever be.
1: Mary and Joel Rich want answers to their son Seth's murder, but right now police don't have any.
7: Eight years ago,
3: but yet they had all the evidence.
1: Seth Rich, the DNC staffer that was mysteriously gunned down in 2016. The FBI now saying that they have more records on him, but refusing to release them.
3: 66 years until you can see. I wonder what will come out first, the JFK paperwork or the Seth Rich laptop. In the meantime, what will happen in perpetuity is the gangster government will
4: So they said they had. They were walking out to the press conference. I said, "No, nah, I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the 1000000000 I said, "You're not getting the billion." I'm going to be leaving here. and I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." Well, son of a bitch. Uh, got fired and they put in place
3: and we started to flow billions and billions and billions of dollars to the most corrupt country in all of europe the former soviet union ukraine how did it work for us The wife of a Ukrainian politician has been caught allegedly smuggling 28 million dollars and 1.3 million euros in cash. Anastasia Kodvitska was caught by the authorities in neighboring Hungary carrying cash stashed in suitcases. Kodvitska is the wife of Ukraine's former member of of parliament and his net salary was 18,000 a year. Where'd she get 30 million? Probably the same place Zelensky got his Rolls Royce.
11: President Zelensky is under fire for corruption. A new report says he embezzled the aid money. It was released by an American investigative journalist, Seymour Hirsch. He says Zelensky and his team have embezzled about $400 million. million. By the way,
3: that's eight months ago. It's now over a billion dollars, cannot be accounted for. But the Democrats will put together another policy to fix the corruption and the failures that they perpetrated after Joe Biden stole the most important office in the world. Mary in Evanston.
8: Hello, uh, Sean. I have a uh, question. Uh, And I've been missing shows, so maybe it's been brought up. Uh, The far left believes in staging things, but have they realized they choreographed things, and Nancy Pelosi choreographed the January 6th thing, and then disappeared into the woodwork, does anybody ever talk about her part in it?
3: Mary, it's, the, it's one of the greatest coup d'etats that the American government has ever been suspected of doing. We have the buses. We have the information. We have the phony bombs that were laid by employees at the Capitol Police. We have all that information. But the, the, the problem we have, Mary, is that the people who are going to help us prosecute this are the very people in charge of it. The government is the problem is the corruption. They operate unfettered. And the FBI and the buses and the information and the laptops, whether it's Seth Rich or Hunter bidens are being protected by the very agency the American people trust to make sure this kind of corruption never lives here. So if you're asking me, do Democrats want to know where Nancy Pelosi is? They don't want to know. All they want is a piece of the NVIDIA stock trade because Nancy and her husband are worth hundreds of millions of dollars from insider trading, and the Democrats love it. You know this. You live in Evanston, Mayor. Come on. Mm-hmm. I appreciate. I appreciate you. I wish you luck. I love your optimism. It's a bright, shining star. Dan in Salem, Wisconsin.
8: Hey, uh, Sean. I just heard on the Mark Levin show that that young female nursing student was murdered. They in found out it's a Venezuelan illegal illegal alien.
3: Ah, another benefit of Joe Biden's open policy. And how many people in Chicago have been robbed and raped and carjacked? Victims of crime perpetrated by people who were never supposed to be here, and yet the people who come here legally do you know what happened this week? Very interesting. The fee to become a citizen went up by 30 percent for the people who do it legally. Why would you ever do it legally? When you could do it illegally, and if you go to New York, you get 10,000, Chicago, you get 2,500. Ah, you got to love the plan. It's to fail in such a scale people won't look at the corruption or what took place in the beginning. And the next thing you know, Nancy Pelosi will be a stateswoman. And Jimmy Carter and Joe Biden, they'll be elders rather than what they really are, incompetent crooks. 312-642-5600.
0: He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The Answer. AM
9: 560. The
6: answer.
0: Her name is and Riley. She was on the
3: dean's list. Nursing student. The articles that I have don't mention by name. It says they have somebody in custody. And I don't really care. I mean, don't get me wrong. He shouldn't be here if he's an illegal alien. If it turns out to be a Venezuelan. I just hope they kill that son of a dog. I hope they kill him slow. That's exactly how we have to start dealing with this. Otherwise, we're going to be victims, willing victims. I'm not going to be, and I know you're not going to be if you're listening to this station, but it won't be long and society will devolve into a third world. People will start to realize if you're in a Democrat area and the prosecutors are owned by George Soros, you can't rely on them to implement law. So guys like me will implement law. We will vindicate the people who are... Victims of this and the reason I say that to you is I have a relative who has two daughters two at the same university And the first thing they did was make sure their daughters came home Because what they understand is that in this particular area The da is a democrat and there is no justice for criminals in fact Criminals get the protection of government in democrat areas like yours once great areas And that's the sad reality and it's embraced by Democrat voters who would rather focus on the shot in Freud of Trump being persecuted rather than prosecuted. And they pretend to be winning while well, they wallow in the ghetto. Cream Puff Jim, you know who I'm talking about. You, Chubby.
9: Oh, yeah. Uh,
8: Wayne, uh, didn't Wayne say that a good guy, a good embezzler is better than a, be- a good, a good he embezzler? Embezzle. He didn't embezzle. What i spe- saying is saying is. He's a good embezzler with bigger hands. Is is better than a bad embezzler with little hands. Well, he Who did, the, who the, who one did he? Steal? Con- one of the conventions, I think he said that. Yeah.
3: Well, who did he steal from? Who's the? Who did he steal from? He was the head of an organization that was members only, and he misappropriated funds, and he stepped on. But did they sue him, or did Latitia go after him once again to get money for where? a democrat sewer that's bankrupt starting to see a trend i am how much time do i got squirrel you got 20
8: kevin oh, sean thank you so much uh great fantastic show outlining the uh the horribleness of democratic rule and i think i got a compromise so you won't hang on by the way, but i got seconds anybody who's going to leave or decide to leave to chicago or leave Chicago and Illinois go to Florida there's a great real estate broker down there anybody oh, who to decides use. to stay get involved at the precinct level that's how you're going to change things
3: that's what the there you go everybody do a shot kevin wants you to get involved in the precinct just do me a favor when you see these butterhanded republicans whose brothers are lobbyists who try to shake you down give them the finger for me Will you? And tell him, come and visit me at the cigar store, along with the Chicago scum Democrat who wanted to call the show. I'll let you know when I'm in town, in the ghetto. When I buy a pair of shoes I want to throw away afterwards. In the meantime, remember, we win in the end, because there's still states in this country that want to enforce American law and want to embrace Americanism. Now, they're not Democrat-run, but you get the idea. In the meantime, keep your head up, because you're one of the good guys in a bad area. Cue the music, squirrel.
8: Oh.
9: Proudly we hail at the twilight.